uh, by the time by the time we got there, they were um, all, all out of violins. So uh, I want to I want a lot, bunch of new people joining the stream. A big big shout out to Dongmeister seventy three, um, bitch 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 sixty nine, and um, Port. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Porch Felch twenty nine. Is, is 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 there a new streamer on the line? Hello. There's a, who's there, please? I just want to remind you that if you want to catch my my live 3D um, print streams, obviously you're here on Frisbo. Um, but I'm going to be printing all kinds of little guys on this machine, making a very very high pitched noise. Okay. Um, be sure to like and subscribe on Aunt Polly, Nutsack, <laughs> Trouble Clef, Tonges. Um, is is a, a service I do along with a lot of other streamers. Uh huh. And you get it with Skillshare. Nice. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How's everything going? Oh, great. No, uh, the thing is, thing is, I, <laughs> I'm printing something for my work, and it only has, uh, standby, oh, six minutes left. Oh, is that is that what the sound is? Well, I was doing a lot. Did you understand the, the concept of the bit? <laughs> I do now. I, was, I do now. So I don't actually watch people do things like that because. Oh, I do. On. I do. Yeah, I know. That's my thing is watching that. God. It was so weird. My dad was dying of esophageal cancer, and he was, he, I couldn't see him at the very end because he was very, very sick. But uh, r reportedly, um, a, a lot of what he wanted to do at the time was watch somebody else play a video game. I, God bless him. You know, he'd recently been baptized, and he understood the importance of community. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hi. I'm doing pretty good. How's everything way up there? Can you, there can you stand that, that high-pitched noise a little bit longer? Yeah, I'll tell, I like I'll tell you all about no, it. I, mean, I, I can hear like anything it. in here, Dan. Dan, it's knocking out. It's called a mixed minus, Dan. It's knocking out the entire range of hearing for me. I can't hear anything in here. Also, your, 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 your voice is very close to the range of the, of the female human voice. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, <laughs> Diane, who... <laughs> But you know the thing is the thing is when you're playing when you're playing a, a vintage uh, Telecaster uh, a reissue th yeah. through through a very 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 loud amp yeah it takes out that ladylike timbre of uh, people oh like you. no I hear you I hear what you're saying that no, I don't hear what, you <laughs> what we call the mid range uh, hi mids <laughs> hi Barbie. <laughs> How are you, Dan? I'm pretty good. I just got. Did, uh, we, did we establish the bit? The the bit is that I was fake streaming because I don't. And then I made up a bunch of names here. I made up a service called Frisbo. Yeah. I made one called Aunt Polly, and, and I'm repeating a joke because I thought it was very funny. It's talking about polyamory, where people like to have intercourse with people they're not married to, and I thought it'd be funny if you put Aunt in front of that, like from Huckleberry Finn. Or was, to have my wife understand that joke, that's not very funny. I'd have to say Aunt Polly. Aunt. Does she, does she differentiate between aunt and aunt? Oh, we're an aunt house, and I hate it. <clears throat> no, so Nobody I in my entire life has ever aunt. said aunt. I say it only Nutsack, because Nutsack, trouble cleft, tong, and zzz was the other one I made up. Go ahead. It sounds distinguished. My, all my streaming sources, you can go aunt. there. I'll take, um, um, I'll take Ethereum Pence. Which is Mike Pence's new uh, stable coin, if you know what oh, I mean. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, he only gets he only gets to really he only gets to withdraw his stable coin on weekends when mother's asleep. Mm. Um I've been doing a lot of three D printing. And listen, here's the thing this week, Dan. I don't have I, I you said you had topics. Is that correct? Yes, I have. Well, I have. Uh, you're a here main for this topic. one, right? Yeah, this one have, of the weeks you're here. I forget. I am here. I have a main topic and I have a secondary. Topic. Perfect. I'm going to make this so easy on you. Um, this printer is going to run for just a little bit, um, and then I'll be done with that. And then I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to touch the computer. Nah. You're. I want you to do the show notes this week. By by which I mean just put in whatever title you want and hit enter. Okay. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to touch my computer. Don't. I'm going to be totally in your inhabited mind space. Be Is sure to check me out over on, it's inhabited, like it sounds, inhabited mind space uh, dot limo. Is this um, an inkjet printer? No, Dan, it, I, it's my 3D printer. That's, oh, that was that's what you're printing. That, oh, should, let's start. <clears throat> and <clears throat> Are you ready? Here we go. Three, yeah. two... Trouble is, by the time we got there, they were all out of violins. <laughs> Looks like there's some new people joining the stream on my 3D printing stream. And then the joke was, what's the one I made up? Frisbo, which might be real. It's probably ah. real. Almost everything's real. I just um, assumed it was an inkjet. 
I mean, it's uh, it's PLA Plus, which is my uh, my current recommendation. And you can't pause that if you even if you wanted to, could you? Like sure. You can. You oh, you can pause it a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, go, go ahead and ask your ask your full. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to be cute and sound smart. Please answer your whole question, and then I'll answer. Can so that was with me. I'm not asking this because I want you to. I'm asking out of curiosity. Can you pause a 3D print job mid print, or does it have to? Uh, is this, I, um, forgive forgive my asking you. What has come to be known as the family question? Do you care? Because I'd love to tell you. I do care. No, I'm I'm legitimately. All right. No, interested. no, no. I just want to make sure. I don't know if you're just trying to make conversation. No, I'm really curious if this is something you can do. Don't try to make conversation. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, there are some cases where you um, like a thing that happens sometimes is like, for example, let's just take an easy one, which is your thing starts printing and QED. I've discussed this. And this is now I've discussed this on I think three of my four podcasts at least more than once, mm -hmm. which is that uh, there's a lot to 3D printing, which sounds like a very silly thing to say if all you've ever used is a, you know, inkjet printer. Uh, <coughs> just there are many different things involving temperature. And, you know, we we've talked about this. So sometimes you'll pause because you're like, huh, like I want to kind of take a look at this thing. Now, now, you know, and then like see if it's doing what I think it's doing. And like if it's going to be a really, 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 you know, you get to that point where you're like, mm, is this going to be okay? Because if Dan, do you remember from my original lessons, things I learned from my 3D printer, what's yes. one of them? If you don't have a good base, it doesn't matter how cool the rest of your build is. Right. So sometimes you pause for that. Uh, real quick, other ones, pause. Um, you can pause to, for example, you can do kinds of strategic pausing. Pause you, I will. You can do things where, like, you can have pauses built into your, your slicing, where at this level, stop, and, like, my printer's not, my printer's very cheap. It's, like, one of the cheapest ones you can get. Uh, which is kind of part of the challenge for me. There's other ones where you could have many multiple filaments on it and it'll like automatically switch to other filaments at a certain point. One thing I definitely want to explore is I, I'm really interested in making these things heavier. And there are builds where you can like put, it sounds silly, but like imagine if you were building something the size of my bust of John Syracuse, which is majestic. Mm. If y'all haven't seen it, I'll, we'll find it. Dan will find it for notes. <laughs> I never get to say that. Um, no, I'll put that in. But um, 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 you want to feel heavy. So imagine, for example, you leave a hole just a little bit larger than a D-cell battery. And it builds and builds and builds and builds, and there's a big hole in it. And then at a certain point, it goes bleep bloop, and it knows to pause, because why? Because you're going to drop in a D-cell battery. Mm -hmm. And then zoop, you start again, goes, goes, goes. Uh, and then you can just pause for, for whatever reason. Oh, to, to change the film, like if you're running out or want a different color. But the, the downside of pausing, which is not surprising, not, not surprising, mm -hmm. is that as delicate and uh, precise, I'm going to sneeze now. Bless as precise you. as, thank you. As precise as this thing is, I mean, still, I, if, it's, if it's confused about. Oh God! I get to use the Dan, Dan, Dan. Right? This is good. This mm. is a word my wife introduced to me as, as she's an athlete. As, as an athlete, that's a problem with the language. Make sure that your dependent clause goes with the subject of the sentence. Otherwise, you sound stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So don't don't say stuff like as a, as a as a retired as a retired Coast Guard member and busy mom of three. People are bad. You did that wrong. <laughs> First of all, try to realize when your dependent clauses are becoming hilarious. And when you're trying to like work in so many things in the dependent clause that the rest of the sentence doesn't matter, unless you're doing it for comedy, in which case that's fine. What was I talking about, Dan? 3D printing. <clears throat> um, and so, um, yeah, which part of 3D printing was? Oh, yeah, so anyway, and you could make it, make it heavy like that. You got layers, uh, John Stracusa, and then there was another thing after that. And then I, I, I think I, I got derailed. Big fun. Uh, yeah, I guess so, but that's all going really well. It'll come back to me in a minute. It's a fun hobby, and so uh, we just Syracuse and I, I. This is this is just this is the entirety of what I have to say. I yeah. think. Well, I mean, I fucking Dan, I I prepare so much for these shows, and then and then we don't do the show, and so I have all these notes and everything's in there and already prepared, and then and then so I don't even know what I said like three weeks ago. Right. I'm going to the website now. Mm -hmm. For untitled episode six two seven of Dan's back to hey um <clears throat> hey Dan where would people find show notes for episode six two seven of your untitled podcast uh back to work slash six two seven is the place to go 
That's the one. Yeah. Just a quick check in here. Um, <clears throat> oh, wait. I think it's six minutes now. It, uh -huh. Seems like it hasn't progressed very much. There's notes here. There's one from Dan Benjamin. See, now I, I threw myself off. I, I might jump back in later. That went great. So anyway, Sir Houston, I released the... Um, uh, the episode where he, we talk about 3D printing stuff in the after show, which you got to be a member to hear. But uh, I did have a page. Just go to ungainly.me, and you'll see where I made a little post on my web blog or blog uh, talking about some of my 3D printing stuff. And if you want to look at that, that would be great. That's such a good domain. Man. That's really this is a good, good one. Man. It's a fun one. Oh, and then you can see, so, so Dan, if you have a web browser on your home computer right yeah, now. Yeah, I could open it to any Go to, any go to ungainly.me. That's okay. on the internet. Or you could, you, you know what? If you can also check it out over on Nutsack, <laughs> Treble Clef, Tong, and Jizz. I like this. What is that? What uh, is that first you click thing? on it and see. And so what had happened was, um, I like printing 3D things, as covered in this post on my web blog or blog. And in my travels, I found one of those, uh, people do a lot of stuff from, you know, IP brands and properties and stuff and um of course there's a lot of disneyana like people who love disney theme parks and movies mm -hmm. but especially the theme park stuff a lot of great stuff about the haunted mansion this purports to be a, a duplicate of one of the busts in the haunted mansion it looks great and does it look like anybody you've ever met at all yeah i mean uh, yeah a little bit i mean okay so maybe it's just me it's not exactly in the middle the part but like it doesn't have glasses it's close it looks a lot like it's very skeptical John Craig Syracuse. So please hit your end button, go to the bottom of the page, and then go up a little bit, and you can see the final one. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, I think one of them broke. I got to fix this. Boy, this is a busy show. Oh, crap. Yeah. I. The boy Blot works with images. I sometimes have to change the names of things. But anyway. Okay, so um, you sand, you're sanding it at the end of this thing. You yeah, just do a, go back. You hit your home button and go to the top, and then you can go page down, page down. And, and yeah, you see a little process. Two, yeah. two, uh, two levels of sanding, some priming. Um, a lot of the same stuff I don't really understand about like mi minifigs. Yeah, but you know, um, I'm just gonna say army army painter uh, quick wash. What does Woof. the acetone do? Just so did you have exposure? You, you had exposure to acetone. Like my exposure to acetone was in graphics class, like drafting class when I was yeah. a kid. But yeah. was it around when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Um, so like, it's so funny to me using acetone now, uh, just as terms of prologue, because Mr. Japani would always say, clean up time, guys, and then you got to go around. We talked about this. Uh, oh, what's that? I want to show you in a minute. It's for my work. Um, acetone is really effective. <laughs> you know, the first time you work in a kitchen, it's almost a rite of passage. If somebody's a janitor for the first time, and sometimes they, they'll, <laughs> this happened in the 80s. You always tell the new janitor, Mop, I didn't do this. I didn't do this, but the, the line cooks did because they were bad. And they would say, uh, you got to just get some bleach, get you some bleach and some ammonia and just go back there and, uh, you know, mop up back there. <laughs> and the dishwasher would pass out. Yeah. Um, so that, that was pretty funny at the time. Yeah. Acetone, though, for, in my purposes, I use it to, I have paint thinner. Bob Ross style, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it? Odorless paint thinner. I've got some of that. <laughs> that was a pretty good Bob Ross. That's not bad. Everybody, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this tree a friend. Everybody needs a friend. It's my so little squirrel, my little squirrel peapod. The acetone, and, and one thing I do with the acetone in this case is I soften up the plastic so that it sands a little better. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like, if you can imagine the way acetone, well, I was about to say acetone slightly melts plastic, but acetone hugely melts almost everything given more than you know a few seconds or minutes mm -hmm. um but think about this just remember that that is hundreds and hundreds of layers really like probably three thousand layers of uh 0.2 millimeter plastic right so mm -hmm. like when you oh yeah to finish the pause thing so it's real good but uh the word i was going to teach you that my wife taught me is proprioception which is such an interesting concept like just metaphysically as well as kinesiologically, physically, proprioception is your notion of where you are in space. Like, like if you have your eyes, the whole thing where like, for example, I, I think in one example might be you close your eyes, extend your arms and touch exactly the tip of your nose mm -hmm. with your index finger, mm -hmm. which can be harder than it seems. But for, in my wife's case, proprioception is like, there could be a slight mismatch in where your body thinks your foot is landing or where, you know what I mean? Just, and you can, your balance becomes unrelated to like ear stuff your balance can be a little bit thrown off 
proprioception in the case of the printer to me is understanding exactly where this 0.4 millimeter uh, nozzle extruder no mm, extruder nozzle sounds like a Neil Young record uh, where, where that is precisely <laughs> wait where that I want to capture that wait just say that again and do it do it this way so like do you remember uh, God what was the one we had uh, not rust but remember there's the one in the 90s it was like arc and weld yeah yeah and there's one that was all noise uh, and what did I say extruder nozzle extruder slash nozzle or ex extruder nozzle whatever you think works yeah has to know exactly where it is in three dimensions, right? Right. This is just one reason. This is that's again the, not it, just X and Y, but you get Z going on. Yeah, that's, that's correct. And mm -hmm. every one of these apps, whether it's the apps you use to make these things, whether the apps you use to uh, print or slice these things, mm -hmm. there's the slicing part, which is like deciding how it gets, how it should be sent to your particular printer, and then there's the um, uh, slicer, and then the printing per se is all you're doing is sending that file to it. But so I mean. Again, another thing to learn from 3D printing, sending something to the printer does not guarantee, just because you know how to send it to the printer doesn't mean you know how to make it print well. It's true. This is, this is a fact. So, so, so to close this, this incredibly tedious thread, and I will turn off my machine in a minute, is that uh, you're going to miss that whine, that high-pitched whine. No, I know I am. I'm dreading, I was raised I'm in Ohio. That's why I sound away. like that. <laughs> yeah, that was the thickest laugh even you've ever made. Hmm. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one, boss. And, um, and that's why pausing sometimes, it'll screw you up. If it screws you up one millimeter, mm. it might not seem like a big deal. But if, the, if, if in those three dimensions, it comes back and the y-axis is off by one millimeter yes. or half a millimeter, that's well, now you get to... a seam. Right. And like if you're printing at a lower uh, quality... Those things, I mean, obviously it goes from being like kind of rickety to like garbage because, you know, so anyway, um, I will put that into show notes. Uh, I think I know how to do this. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, and then I'm handing it, oh, oh I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to go get my, oh, see, now I'm making this all about me. I really try not to do that. Okay. Hi, buddy. Oh, yeah. Turning it off. <sighs> okay. I, I've got to test this before I photograph it because I don't want to humiliate myself. No. No, I mean, like, as you know, I mean, that's, that's not like a top of mind thing for me, except that, like, I don't really care. But um, this is the third one of these I printed, and I've been very slowly, ruefully changing the size to see if it'll fit. Dan, I know your people love these. I've been using calipers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> next stop, Europe. Um, but with calipers, I've got digital calipers. Yeah. And, uh, and and that'll tell you what size something is. And then you can change the size of your print just a little bit. Right. So that's one use. See, this is going to be so cool that it's really worth it's really worth the time. I'm going to break this, aren't I? Do we have a sponsor? No. Okay. <laughs> then in that case, yeah. I'm going to do whatever need, you want. I could do another minute. Oh man, yes, Squarespace is such a good sponsor for us, and I think they're one of our few like continuing holdout sponsors. But yeah, um, yeah. two episodes in a row of Roderick on the Line, just because that's how it worked out, was that uh, we had talked about Hitler <clears throat> right before the ad spot on two con contiguous episodes. Oh no, and twice you did that. Did you know Ryan's like thirty-eight now? I still have his birthday on my calendar. Little Ryan. <laughs> Oh yeah, so here's what I did. This was this is what um, the people, you guys, really seriously check it out on Frisbo. It really helps people discover the show. And uh, I'm gonna send this to you. Here's what I made last night. Now this is what I know how you are, Dan. I, I think I know you. I know you. Mm -hmm. You um you like practical things. I do. I appreciate practicality. Oh boy, this smells good. Um, all right, and then I'm gonna send this to you. I'm gonna clicking. Boy, I like iOS 17. I have uh, I, I have no real strong nothing, impressions nothing really popped out at you about it. I don't know. There's some things about it that just feel like easier to get to, a little more nimble. I continue to believe that something is well. I mean, I guess I see the improvements. For example, as we talked about, right in the Siri dictation stuff, the Siri typing stuff, I do see those improvements. Like I said last time, love becoming live and of becoming if. 
Like it seems like over time it would get that my I what how my I and O problem works in context with you know the words. Yeah. But uh but what was I gonna say about that? Is that uh, no, there's a lot of great stuff. A lot of stuff seems you know, it feels like there's a lot of apps that aren't quite optimized yet and my battery life is, is how's your battery life? You know, oh, I'm on seventeen. Do you yeah, I, I let me qualify that by saying that it's an iPhone thirteen that's not had the best battery life for me in right. the last year anyway, but it's definitely worse in that I, I was hitting 20% at about 5 p.m. And now I'm hitting about <laughs> 4 p.m. I, you know, I'm trying to really ask myself, that's interesting because it, uh, interesting to me because it, it dovetails with my own experience. And of course, now I'm trying to grow as a person, Dan. And mm. I ask myself stuff like, well, is it possible? I'm just, what can I notice about the rest of my life that would explain that? Like, am I in a certain place where I listen to music on Spotify more? Right. Or, you know, I'm not really such a podcast guy these days. Yeah. But did you get that thing I sent you? I'm looking at so it So last right night now. I went to Walgreens because oh. I had to get, oh, I also got to fix this before we oh. continue. And so what, what this is, is it's a 3D printed thing that you can put into a box of sucrets. Or not sucrets. Hi. Hi, I'm 60. Right. And into a box say, of Altoids. Jeez. Box of Altoids. Yeah. And uh, and isn't that nice? Bob's your uncle. Could you please put that in? Since you're doing show notes this week, would you please put that in the, um, in the show? already on it. Yes. Yeah. So that that's a thing I printed three. Now, that's an interesting example also. Very, very interesting example is that I, I printed the first one of these, which purported to be exactly the right size for Altoids. Uh, too big. Okay. So this time, then I went and got my calipers. And calipers are neat because they can do external as well as internal measurements. And I thought I had it right, but I didn't want to blow a lot of my uh, my, my, my spool on this. Mm -hmm. So I printed it at the like absolute ridiculously lowest, like falling apart quality. Right. Just because I wanted to get the size of the footprint. Huh. If I put it in there and it, it went in too easily, I would know. And if it wouldn't go in at all, I'd be really glad I hadn't printed another one. Mm -hmm. So this white pretty boy in here, I printed overnight on very good quality because I thought it looked cool. And now I'm going to have a little case that uh, smells like cinnamon. Hmm. Um, I got to fix my broken image in here, but I'm Dan, can I officially turn your key, sir? I'm handing over the rest of the show to you and your topics of mini. Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about uh, is that I recently was in your, your neck of the woods, your, uh, your neighborhood. Uh, I was in, uh, was in LA. <laughs> Started sweet and ended creepy. Yeah. Oh, L.A. Mm -hmm. And we have cameras, Dan. I can find you. The yeah. The the interesting <laughs> thing to me yeah. is yeah. one of the things that I always uh, I like. I enjoy traveling. I actually enjoy <laughs> airline travel. Mm. I do. I feel like in the past you used to. I, I should update my profile because I feel like in the past you've talked about how you didn't like travel. I used to not like it. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. It's because of COVID and went through. It used to be you did not like travel. Then you got better at travel. Yes. And you started to like it. And then COVID came. Yes. Kind of? Yes. And I have a lot of, like, I don't know, you want to call it travel hacks or anything like that? Like, I have yeah. um, a lot of those. And I've been sharing them. I do a little, can I, can I promote a thing? <laughs> sure. I, roll that log. I do a little newsletter called The Unusual uh, which is it? <laughs> How little is it? Yeah, pretty. It's average. Is it like Synecdoche, New York size? That would be so cute. Go to unusual. No, dot, un, dot I don't email. like being handed things down. Unusual. Email. Oh, our listeners. You're saying to our listeners. Yeah. You know, I won't. Yeah, I'm, no, I, don't, no, I, don't, I know. Yeah. I know no, won't. but for our listeners, that that's a good name. You're you're good at these things, Dan. Yeah. And you used to be such a careful writer. Are you still good at it? I don't know. That I will leave that for the readers of my newsletter to. I imagine you saying that with a flourish me. as you remove a large velvet hat with a white <laughs> feather on it. <laughs> I will leave that to the reader. An exercise for what those asked one? What asked who read my of? my newsletter. Hey, hey, it's free for the first one, isn't it? <laughs> Click to continue, Asbo. Feel free to sign up and pay. Hey. Pay if you like. Pay. Don't pay if you don't. <laughs> Subscribe it yourself. Newsletter. The unusual comes in your mailbox now. <laughs> I'm sorry I came in your <laughs> box. It's unusual, but I'm smart as a fox because I figured out how to monetize my guys. I can affiliate my links. And if it should happen that someone wants to unsubscribe, I'll punch them like Leon Spinks. <laughs> so I should, Consider I'm, yourself. Oh my God. That's a very, um, that's a very uh, uh, dolorous 
musical Oliver. Dolores Cla- Oliver? Claiborne. Yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. Dolores. Dolores. That sounds like a rapper talking about a, a sweet mammal. Hey, man, have you seen Dolores? That Loris, Dolores, be tight. Now I'm, now I'm doing a voice. Like, I shouldn't do that. Um, what are we talking about? Um, Altoids? Travel. Dolores. Travel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're going to talk about that. Oh, 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 but also the rapping um, of Leon Spinks. And so the unusual. Yes. So I, I'm official on... Official sorting title, unusual, comma, the. Yes. Okay. I would say that you would come first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like in real life. Oh. So... You're saying I should. Yeah, go for it. I do that. So the thing that I like to I talk just smoke about and watch. is efficient, you know, efficient smoke travel. And watch. <laughs> and John Roderick Maybe always- Maybe later I will join in. I know everything I know about sex comes from cable TV shows. Go ahead. Like Cinemax? More like, more like Skinamax. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? We're watching, we're watching Station Eleven, which as of this week has officially become my all-time favorite TV show. And uh, we're watching it. And they've changed all the credits now. It's all the things. So now it says, I'm Max Original. I, I don't think that's what it used to say. It's just, it's, it remains funny to me. I will not say it. I will continue to call it Home Box Office, right? Oh, I'm yeah. Almost done. The full name. But like, but so it's coming, cascading over me in waves. It's like how I felt about Donald Trump in like early uh like 2017 mm. where it was still like coming over like waves and waves of like oh this is happening this is happening and in a much smaller way <clears throat> admittedly max where yeah, it's like that's it's name. already been i'm gonna say five years or at least three years that at least amongst my friends and i know this is the an impossibly thin slice we've been making fun of apple <clears throat> uh and by extension other companies for mm-hmm. their naming of stuff the company that got famous well the second time for making macintosh computers which they then started encouraging people to call macs right right yeah apple that was their big product for a while there in the in the late 80s early 90s was macs yeah. and then they started making things that were also called macs like yeah. you could get an i ipad pro max max for, M-A-X. for, for the enterprise for sure or, or right <clears throat> and then the thing is and then they, they're apple right so then they want things for the tv Mm-hmm. And so there was talk. Actually, there was the Apple did kind of make a prototype. Of a TV. They made that one that was a computer and a TV in the '90s. And then you got Apple TV, and so Apple TV is you know this little puck for for core cutters at your house. But <clears throat> luckily, there's also a thing on it called Apple TV. Apple TV is a service, but to use the Apple TV service, there's an app that you have to use mm-hmm. called Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And that Apple TV, you can also buy, for example, HBO. Only it's not HBO anymore; it's Max. So right. Apple TV Plus. Apple, Apple TV runs Apple TV, which which has Apple TV on which you can subscribe to, to to Max. Now this is not you're not on Max though, you're on Apple TV. Do you understand? Yeah. The Max are the computers, but Max is also the company that, that whose service you can buy from inside of Apple TV, which runs on your Apple TV. But you will need to install the Apple TV app. Yes. Imagine giving all of that away, all of those years of HBO, of like, it, it, it's like, oh, people have said this, this is, I'm far from the first person to say this, but it is almost, it, it's almost tantamount to Google saying, please stop using Google as a verb. Right. If they don't want yeah, but they would never want you to say that. <clears throat> well, yeah, but I mean, in the sense that like, but let's, let's get away from just the cute, like easy Twitter response and, and, and pursue that just a little further. Well, what Google did well uh, with, with incredible skill technology and really honestly amazing timing, like what they had to offer when they had to offer it meant a lot. You know, I mean, there's yeah. other search engines that are good, but they were able to scale the nature of what they did let them scale that up so big and their technology was so great that that i said this to see i really caught myself listening listening back to erectives where i said um no no this happened uh with david sparks i'd said to him asked told him to google something on a page now dan google didn't come along till i was almost like 40. that's still a new word pound for pound for me but it has almost become the word find as a verb, you yeah. follow me? Yes. Find. I just don't, I don't, if you're HBO and you're like, and like, look at, like, this is something I tooted uh, the other night that in talking about Station Eleven, which is now, I said, you know, for a long time, my favorite TV show was The Wire. For the last couple of years, my favorite TV show has been Leftovers. And right now, you know, 
my, my, I think my favorite TV show of all time is Station Eleven. Other other ones that come up, boy, you know, Watchmen. That that's one. You know, so incredible. Yeah. What do those all have in common? They're on Max. Well, yeah, but like, what if I want to watch them on my TV? No, that's Max. What? They yeah, gave all different. that away. They, 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 they basically, they, they, they basically banned Googling. And so um, that's everything I know about uh, wife swapping. What's <laughs> going on with the unusual? Are you going to give us some highlighted content from a recent uh, well, one issue? Of, one of the things that I've been thinking about, you know, doing these travels recently <clears throat> is, you know, you think about the whole, people always complain like about the boarding process of the plane and things mm -hmm. like that. And like, that's not like, that's they, everyone did. There's no fixing that. Mm. But not, not true, but it's, it's well, I it's, mean, we're not going to fix it. Well, there what's is. been your, what's your, what, how, what's your fix for it? I'll find the CGP great video. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, no, but you can't, how about this? One thing I, I watch a lot of train videos cause really wanting our family to take, here's what I want to do. I want to call up and I ring, ring, ring. Hello, Amtrak. What's the fanciest thing you have that goes right. somewhere cool right because i like i i don't like like emirates air videos with like rich chodes but like train travel videos make me very happy um and uh but but uh, yeah i think one, one way is but it's counterintuitive is that you you go from the back to the front um starting at the window and moving in right right that's one of them that's one of the ones but but what i will say as long as you have to depend on other people I don't know. If you'd asked me 10 years ago, if you'd asked me five years ago, I might have said something different. Right. But I don't really, I feel like, maybe, you know, I shouldn't, you know what, Dan, I shouldn't say this because I, I'm not around as many new people as I used to be. And I, I oughtn't say this, but uh, I trust the hive mind. What, what's the term they use? Not the hive mind, the... Uh, zeitgeist. Well, no, ha. Huh. But like the one where you say, you remember the old story about like, okay, there's a bull you know, or like a, you know, whatever it could be, a jar of jelly beans. And that at, at one person has this chance of doing it, five people doing it. But if you take like 2 million people's oh, guess and yeah, average yeah. it, it's almost always exactly right. Right, like right, right, right. The wisdom of crowds, is that it? The wisdom of crowds, yeah. I think I know, I think I may, may find crowds less wise than I used to. But then other times i Do you I'm think that's wrong. just the world or do you think that that's... I mean, it's a whole, that would be a whole episode or a whole new show, but... I can know, I can speak to some extent for myself, but and this really actually goes very much toward your travel. Yeah. In some ways, is yeah. that I don't know if the pandemic made us less. I feel like there were elements of the pandemic that and not just the lockdown part of it, but a lot about you know I'm still in a neighborhood where most people mask. Like it's not oh, done really? here. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, I mean the constituency of my neighborhood. These are a lot of folks who've been wearing masks since before they moved to the U.S. Right. Um, cause that's just what you do. But, um, I, I, I mean, there's just, when you're traveling and like, I just, I, I, I don't know if it's the pandemic that like made me notice it more or that like, I just actually did become less able to know how to deal with strangers and you end up saying like odd things. Like when you've been working at home all day and haven't talked to anybody, you do those Brian Regan things like, you too, take luck. You right. just like say stupid stuff cause your, your brain's dumb. But I I feel like people have become a little bit more coarse, and just from the color of my crystal here in um, up there in fancy San Francisco, the Trump era, on both sides, both all sides hardened, all sides stupider. I'm watching comedy things from eight years ago that are so much funnier than comedy things now. I think right. people have gotten more stupid. I think people have gotten more coarse. I think people have gotten more impatient. And importantly, for my current jag as a Retired human, yeah, uh, angry a lot. It's not even people who are not angry every second all the time. Right, anger is more close at hand as an emotion than I feel like it's ever been in the public space. Why do you think that is? I think. Yeah, I think first of all, let me agree. No, I, I completely yeah. agree with you. 100%. Every serial, well, again, every serial relationship. Well, okay, so here's one, and this is one of those things that goes for politics, and it goes for voice assistants, and it goes for family members. Um, if if you think of it as Lucy, um, Lucy and the football, like you know, fool me once, shame on me, right? 
Wait, fool me twice. Fool me. See, now I'm Jordan. Now I'm Jordan. So, Boy. for those who don't know what Merlin's talking about, Lu- Lucy and the Lucy. football. Lucy, Lucy Van Pelt. Lucy would hold the football for Dr. Lucy Van Pelt. Linus. No, no Charlie. Linus, yes. she liked Linus. Charlie. Charlie Brown. And yes. Charlie would come running to kick the football. You know what he calls him, Charlie. He's Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. And he would come Peppermint running. And Patty's allowed to call him Chuck, and that's it. And he would try to kick it, and at the last second, she would pull it away. And it became a thing, and eventually. And then he would say, now this, she would say, come on, don't you want to kick the football? And he would say, this is like him in that, that, that kite that was always, the, the, the kite tree that was always cucking him. Right. And, um, but, um, I, I, I think people don't like feeling stupid. No. And people really, even arguably maybe just right next to feeling stupid is that people hate feeling duped. They're, they, yeah. they consider people, they consider the, many people, it strikes me anyway, in my, in my journey out of anger. <laughs> title um i don't know if you know mother's game but this is the thing i've been working on i'm talking about in other places is just you know learning to try and uh, to detach anger as the def- from being your default emotion right or from being the anger that's a- anger being the emotion that's adjacent to most of your decisions in a given day right which i think happens more than folks realize but it, what i'm trying to get at here is that i think uh, and you see this why am i i have exactly one image in my head dan because of all of this which is me, when it's the three of us flying, my wife and my son and I, it's Madeline, uh, or sorry, Billy has the window. Madeline almost always very kindly takes the middle, and we try to be very kind, you know, uh, courteous about that, sharing the space. And then I'm on the aisle, um, partly because I go to the bathroom a lot. Um, not that much. I mean, no. not an unmanageable amount. But <laughs> I prefer the aisle. I think it's better. I mean, that's I have the thing. No, once no you're loaded, once you're loaded the on the plane, if you're mm-hmm. not like, what was I watching? Oh God, of course I was watching Tenet. And I was thinking, I mean, like, I sound like such a weird internet creep whenever I say, but like Elizabeth Becky is so tall. She's upsettingly tall. She, obviously she's also, she's uncannily, uncannily gorgeous, but she's got to be six feet tall, you know? And I think I was saying to Matt, can you imagine like being in coach when you're Elizabeth Becky? Impossible. Have you ever seen what she looks like? She's she's beautiful, and she's very, very tall. And like when they when she played Diana on The Crown, I think they kind of they had to shoot around that because you know as it happens, Dominic West is not fourteen feet tall. Um, and that, that's just so you know that's Jimmy Melty from The Wire. You know, we talked like this in the first episode. <laughs> so you told me it's not Boogie. You let him play every time. The kid goes, "This America man, I'm not going to do the voice." No, uh, I think about somebody, I'm in my seat, I've got my seatbelt on, I'm a good boy. Everything has been stacked and stowed and it's upright and locked position and everything's fine. And I'm getting almost hit in the face a lot. Because, well, why? Because people are, everybody's fuck it. Everybody's mad. Mm-hmm. Everybody was mad before they left for the airport. They got to the airport, they did the thing. They, and the thing, I, Dan, remember this from like five, 10, however many years ago? My, my, my summary of my travel woes is that I feel like in, when I travel, I lose so much control over my life. Like from the second that's I step into- a very some, interesting way to look at it, I agree. Well, think about stepping into the lift that's gonna take you to the airport. Now, like my wife and my kid and I are in there and this guy, who, keep, who wants the entire trip to the airport. He's obviously gacked out on something. He's vaping. He's got many, many very, very, very large drinks. And it becomes apparent from, from his pitch and the fact that he literally gave us a business card that he uh, is a DJ. And one reason he's having such a crazy morning is he just got off a set and is now driving a family to the airport and vaping. Right. Oh, oh by the way, you like this music? That's that's mine. I can You can have this by the CD if you want it. So... I step out my front door, I step into a taxi or a lift, and already, you know, avoid Contrade. My, my life is out of my hands. Her life was in your hands, man. I mean, I'll, I'll get you a toe. <laughs> and then um, people are hard on the Eagles, and that's, that's kind of making me angry. There's a very anti-Eagles sentiment well, happening. Well, and people right like now. to quote that movie, and it's like, yeah, that was a very funny line in 1998. But you're telling me you don't, you don't like Lion Eyes? kind of monster are you but then what you get to the airport you gotta like you gotta get your ticket punched somebody yells at you because you used the wrong entrance right you got to get into the thing and if it's us back in the day especially when our kid was younger we'd fly at like five or six and it's just it's not very fun and i'm wondering if i'm gonna have to go to the bathroom while i'm here and no now you got tsa 
you know, and on and on and on. And then by the time you're like, you're so ready to get on the plane and everybody in America gets to board before you. Plus you're in the back. Well, mm -hmm. if you're in the back, I'm going to set this aside for a minute because I know this is American. We're supposed to fight for our right to party. Why don't I just gate check your bag? It didn't cost. No, you didn't have to pay to check it. It's as good as checking it and you don't have to put it over your head. Mm. And why did you bring two things plus a bag of oranges? We, you, they told you we can't all do that. So you're mad. And now everybody, uh, thank you for your service, everybody. All of the elderly, all, all, the, all, the, all the very, very, very small, beautiful, sweet, precious children. Everybody's boarded the plane but you. And you're, you're in, in, in 79X. <laughs> so you can see pretty quick. First of all, everybody in front of you, everybody's getting madder and madder. <laughs> this is another one of those wisdom of crowds things where like the way to deal with like line management is so complicated because of the way the human mind works in a group. People, you start pushing and pushing. It's the Who concert all over again. And like, and this guy is convinced that he's going to get his golf clubs in, into the area under the seat in front of him. And that stops everybody behind him. And now everybody, now those people are mad. And now people are swinging their bags around right past my face. I checked my bag. So, you know, I gate checked it when they asked. And yeah. they always ask. Sure. Why would you not gate check it? Anyway, and now everybody's mad. <laughs> And they get to the back, and there's no room to stow. And they've been saying, well, once, let's see. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Because you got to give two adverbs. Yeah. You know, or two adjectives. Whenever you say something, you have to say it twice. You, you don't say put your tray table away. You say make sure it's stowed in its uh, upright locked position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, but 100% fully sold out. Is, is three times too many things to say. But then they say that, but it doesn't matter because people are mad. And they're they're People get angry. And they feel entitled to, like they feel they're entitled to their anger. And it, you rehearse that anger so much that it becomes, um, forgive me, anybody who's ever heard anything else I've done in the last month, I've been talking about this a lot, uh, it becomes your default emotion. And that's no good. It's the same way as thinking that every time you feel disorganized, you think you should buy something plastic at the container store. Like it's not a healthy pattern. It's not wholesome. So that was my feeling. A lot of it. It was like people don't know how to act. And and I mean, let, let me just cut right to the chase on that. What happens in my estimation, for myself and for others, is that ang anger <clears throat> um, is where most emotions or feelings end up. It will turn into anger. Maybe right. that's out of frustration. Maybe that's out of a broken heart. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, even incels had parents. But but uh, you like... It's a good way to... Yeah, it, sure. The anger becomes so easy to access. And I think it becomes, forgive my saying, addictive. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily want to be. But then you're like Bruce Banner. And you're like, oh, this crazy energy is making my purple pants blow. Like, oh, I'm so angry. And I have to be because I'm an American. And I'm in a Target parking lot. And I'm confused about who's allowed to use the bathrooms. And I think that all came together. What, what's your take on it? I mean, I, you know, one of the things that I think about a lot is the whole concept of, of traveling and efficiency. And I, again, the, the boarding process, maybe it could be fixed with that video. Oh, I mean, you can't fix people. But yeah, you can't, you can't do anything about <laughs> Title. that. Yeah, yeah, I'll capture that. Thank you. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I've, I've flown... For a long time, like uh, like here in Austin, you can get a Southwest flight to almost anywhere, and you can usually get a direct Southwest flight to almost anywhere. <laughs> you can also get a used needle outside the mall. Well, yes, um, that's you know, the one where you that's the one where you queue up for your seat, right? And I yes, and I I don't I don't love that, and I yeah, also yeah, don't yeah. love that. Some like, people swear by it. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't also don't love that unless you pay like the the prices to Southwest flights generally tend to be lower, but in order to get them to be it's it's almost like you walk in you say well it's I'd like it's a like cable debundling like you have to rebuild you have to rebuild things. it right it's like oh i'd yeah. like a hamburger oh do you want a bun with that mm -hmm. well yeah okay well that's an extra buck 50 okay yeah. well do you want condiments like do you want you know some well, ketchup well, sir, and mustard it, it does not come with a bun it comes with a complimentary explanation right and so in your mind you're like well that hamburger is only a buck 50 but if you want all the stuff on it it's five dollars which is the same price as the other hamburger at the yeah, other and if place. i could say that's how they get you that's how they get you. And if you're willing to forgo that kind of thing, it's fine. There's no upgrades available. You can't upgrade. So even if you have a lot of, if, even if you fly the, that airline check a, a bag, lot, you'd have to pay, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not, United does that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't check bags and ever, but Whoa. if- How do you bring a razor and stuff? They don't care about that. That's, you're, where, what year are you in? Well, 
but like you don't have things like you don't bring scissors and sure stuff like yeah that? scissors tweezers all that knives you just bring that on a car- carry on huh? heck yeah carry on emmanuel heck yes all right and Continue. you know you you and also that i mean huge huge <clears throat> advice tip would be obviously like you got to get tsa pre everybody should know that you get TSA pre and it's a hassle to get it, but it lasts five mm. years. It's not expensive and you no longer have to do the annoying things at the airport, like take your shoes off, take your belt off, go through the, you know, the cancer scanner and all that stuff. Mm. You just walk through a little metal detector as you are and that's fine. So like, it's totally worth it. If you travel more than like three or four times a year, hmm. 100% worth it. Hmm. But it's also Good interesting. It, I have a whole system for everything because I've traveled so much mm-hmm. That you, what you do is when you never really travel, everything seems, it seems like this crazy odyssey of the unknown where you're walking into some kind of- The unknown and the unknowable. Yeah, like a the carnival unknown house as in of like, mystery. I'm, I'm stressed about what I can't control, but unknowable is also like, I don't really actually know if I'll make, there's no way for me to know if I will make my connecting flight until I'm, I have made my connecting flight. That's right. Yeah. And there are, there are infinite promises, they're not promises really, there are infinite assurances that happen during travel that are not the kind of thing I would bet the farm on. Absolutely. And one of the things you can do as a more experienced or more frequent traveler is you can see everybody who does not travel frequently. You can always tell who does and who doesn't. Because, got a strapped around their neck. Yeah. Like I saw one girl walking around with like a blanket. Flip flops. You know, she's got a blanket <laughs> yeah, right. and she's in her sweatpants and flip flops and- <laughs> You know, and like she's in the like same. Like you're gonna grab Jonesy and go into a little sleep. Castle. Yeah, right. I mean, she's in the same flight that I'm on. Oh my god, this flight's almost three hours. Yeah, how will I sleep? Exactly. And I'm like, you know, you don't need to be in your PJs with a blankie yeah. in order to yeah, get your through. Feet up. Be comfortable. Two and a half means. hour flight. You yeah. don't need that. You don't need that. And so, but but you know, the experienced people they just walk through the thing. They put the thing. It's like a routine. It's like a setup. And um, there's a movie with George Clooney called Up in the Air, I think is the name of it. And he sort That's of- a wild movie. He fly, isn't that the one where he's, he's flying? In, he's in a handful of really unusual movies. He's flying That's around the, one the country. That's the fly all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling people that they've been fired at companies. So like if and you're- he's, And he's earned like a gigabillion <laughs> yeah. miles, right? He's earned Wasn't the thing. That, is that the conceit? It's like, he's, he's the guy, he's one of the, yeah, he's the guy who comes in and like, he's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Hatchet man? Is that the term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they, a company would hire him to like lay off a hundred people at a time. And so he Very flies. it's time movie. Yeah. He flies all around doing that. And the interesting thing about it is, yes, he has, he has been awarded this special thing for having more, you know, he's, he's in this. He's one of those people like what a million mile club or something. Million like that. mile club. And when they call, like when that, he, That's when you've had an intercourse in a plane, 1 million miles up. He's asked, he's given this number where when he calls it, they're like, oh, you know, hello, Mr. Smith. Like they answer him. Like it's an 800 number just for him. Oh, you mean like you're talking about big red phone that he, yeah, that he calls and like, it's just, he can fly anywhere he wants for free, but it's interesting because in that, in that movie, they show his system and like, he knows, you know, this, I know when to show this. I know when to walk through with this. This is all set up. I wear this kind of shoe because I know I need to take it off. When I go to the rental car place, I hold up my card and they put me in a special line. It's like all of that. I've got all that. I do all that. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't even need to think about flying. There's zero stress for me Mm -hmm. when it comes to traveling and flying because I've done it so much. It's become normal. It's become Mm -hmm. boring. It's become routine. And the thing is like, Everybody has something that they do in their life. Typically, like take driving, for example. You know, my son is now at the age where he's starting to learn to drive. And for him, every single one of these little details that people who drive in their life as a part of their life don't even, you don't even think about it. When you're changing well, it's, lanes. It's something, so many of them are things that you you do simultaneously without. Without even this, thinking about it. This is the critical term, without thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so like. like how, how is it you're able to work an accelerator, a brake, uh, a steering wheel, a turn horn, signal, Sirius air XM, battery, you know, uh, in, in, <laughs> in flight screen. <laughs> right. All of yeah. this stuff. And when so you, like, but you have to learn all of those separately and boy, are there ever going to be, I mean, not just met, at least metaphorically crunching gears as you try to do, again, now driving a, uh, driving a, a stick the first time. Yeah. Imagine learning to drive a car on stick. Mm-hmm. I did. Really? Yes. So like you had to learn how to not stall at the same time you were learning. You had to get that's, three. That's pedals. the only car that we had. Yeah. Wow. I, that's rough. And you know, when you're, 
my son asked me the other day when we were driving, we were out on the, on the highway and I was changing lanes. I had to change, you know, we were in the left lane and then we had to get all the way over into the right lane and then get the, off the exit. And I can see that he's watching me as I'm doing this stuff. And of course, you know, like I'm adjusting the volume of the radio and changing the AC at the same time. And, and he's watching me do all this. And he's like, I don't know if I could ever do all that. I'm like, hmm. what? And he's like, you just did like 10 things all at once in a row. And three of which were probably safe. He, he, right. And he's like, I don't, he's like, how, how focused are you on what you're doing in the car? And I said, how focused are you when you walk ac across the kitchen and get a glass of water with ice in it? He's like, I'm not thinking about those things at all. I said, same. Well, I mean, does, he plays video games, right? Yeah. And, and that's why I've like, how pointed do you, how that do you out not too. How, hey, hey, Cash, how do you not constantly think about what your left thumb is doing? Right. You don't have do you to mean? because it becomes, playing a video game. it becomes routine. And I feel yeah. like it, once, you, once you're doing something enough times, you get to see, oh, yeah, this is the same thing every yes. time. It's the yes. same way every time. And, yeah, American boards a little different than Southwest, who boards a little bit different than Alaska, who boards a little different than JetBlue. And that's it. And but once like, you've you know, done those, but, but you know what people works. pay trumps it all. Definitely. I mean, really, it, 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 it obviously this varies from plant. You know what? I'm not going to get involved in this, but like they've, it, boy, I, there's a needle to be threaded uh, doing that stuff, and so that's that's what's it called the um, the unusual. Yes. Okay. Unusual email, but in you know I have systems for packing. I have systems. The way that I pack makes it not only very easy to fit lots of stuff. The stuff generally it comes out where minimal. Minimal. Are, you, are you just pitching the newsletter or is there like advice here? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I would love to tell the people about the advice. Tell me the advice. Give me the, give me a hot tips. They, that's what people come here for. They come here for pound sign creativity and uh, hot tips. Well, what I was going to talk about was the entire sort of process of planing and deplaning and what I've learned about that process with the different airlines, because okay. this is something that's, that's very interesting to me. It, so much of it is based on the fact that people uh, that that people who do travel a lot are still mixed in with the people who don't ever travel. And this is one of those very unique situations in life where you have somebody who's incredibly good and experienced at something be standing directly behind somebody who's never done it before in their life or seems like they've never done it before in their life. And if you try and think about it, typically that's not that's not how things go. When somebody's like a pro at something, usually they're in a different, an entirely different space, setup and environment than somebody who is an absolute inexperienced novice at it. And it's something that's very interesting to me because this is one of those times where people really do kind of commingle and and you have to. There's no other way about it. Unless you're one of these people who has like the very elite boarding status, you're in with everybody else. You're in with everybody else. And so- you know, one of the things that that's always fascinating to me, I'll watch this and I see this in like the grocery store. Every time I go to the grocery store, people mm. be in line, they'll unload their card on the conveyor, they'll get there. And then when it's time for them to pay the, oh, all right, I got to pay for this. Where's my wallet? No, it's not in that pocket. Okay, it's here. Which card am I going to use? Uh, Okay, I'll put this card. How do I put it in the machine? All of these things, all of these things, Merlin, are things that can be learned before you get there, you watch the person in front of you and you see how do they use the machine? Okay, I'll use it you, like you that. Should, this is a character that Phil Hartman should have done. I would have loved seeing <laughs> Phil Hartman do a character that's like the travel advice guy. Yeah. And you eventually work it over time, you mature and it basically, but it becomes very clear that every, every, every segment of the show is about him being angry about one particular experience he recently <laughs> about had. About travel. Because you know, like I when, get the feeling, Dan, that you recently had one specific experience that you found very frustrating. No, I just been no. flying a lot recently, and, uh -huh. and they're not all, frustrated though. Otherwise, it wouldn't have come up. I was going to say they're all a little bit frustrating. Mm, that's true. And yeah. you know, like one of the things, for example, is when you're going through security, you need two things: you need your boarding pass and you need your ID, which is usually in this country a driver's license. So you walk up, the person waves you in, they look at your ID. They look at your your boarding pass and then those things are done. You, you So when you're walking up there, you know you need to have those things. Every single person that I'm watching is fumbling around for, looking for, where is it? I don't know where. So you take those out. You have them ready to go. As soon as they move you past and you go into, the, put them in your bag, not in your pocket, not in your purse, whatever, right in your bag in the top little flap that's just a mm -hmm. little compartment just for that. 
Then you don't hold them anymore. You walk, you know what? You can't wear your belt through the thing. Everyone knows this and they're still taking their belts off. You can't wear your shoes through the thing. Everyone's untying and tying the laces. You know what? Do that ahead of time. Tuck the laces into mm. the thing. You had time to do it. You don't need to make us all wait it's, for it. Be honest with me. It's, are you being serious? 100%. 100%. Okay. 100% serious. This is not based on something that just recently happened. This is based on every time I've flown like in the last It sounds kind of like what you're saying is that people years. are too slow at airports and aren't as good as you. I'm, what I'm saying is if I'm capable of thinking ahead five mm -hmm. minutes. It would help everybody to do that. Because think. the reason that the boarding process can take so long or the exit pro egress process can take so long or the reason why there are holdups like or the reason why there are all these slowdowns Yes. They're all avoidable if people would just think slightly ahead of time. And my goal here is to provide people with information that will help them to m more quickly get through all this stuff without thought. And then make, make everybody's anything. life better. Yes. I want to make everyone's travel yes. experience a little bit better. And I want to- the unusual. I'm just talking about it on this show. I haven't talked about it on that. I'm just, oh. just us talking. And still kind of sounds like you're just complaining about other people. No, I, I'm I'm offering information on how to avoid this bottleneck, okay, on how to okay. make this get better. Well, what, what's a like somebody said they haven't flown a lot? There, what's the kind of thing for them to be aware of? Do you think that would be useful for them to, to to like know? All they need is their little their boarding pass and their driver's license when they go to the security part. That's it. And you don't need them after the person waves. You don't need to hold it out anymore. If you're mm. wearing a belt, take it off. Put it in your in your bag ahead of time. Mm. Don't take it off at the thing. Wear socks. So that you're not barefoot in the most disgusting uh, place in the country, in the airport. Um, mm -hmm. Have shoes that are easy to take on or put off. Take your, uh, your shoelaces and you can just tuck them right alongside of it so that uh, they slip right off. Everything needs to go in a bin. So put it in a bin. If you don't have TSA Pre, you're going to pull your laptop out of the bag. Plan for that. These are all knowable things. These are things that are knowable ahead of time especially if you're traveling with kids, especially if you're traveling with someone who's younger than you, who you need to help and guide, and you tell them this ahead of time. This takes five minutes of preparation, five minutes. I guarantee you that you've already made hotel reservations and a car reservation, and you know probably where you're gonna be having some of the meals. You've probably packed your pills, all of these other things. Okay, great. You, you know, do five minutes extra time ahead of time to just get prepped for this so that when you walk in, it's done. And then you're going to breathe easier. You're not going to worry about it. You know what to expect. And what I've realized is that it seems like people don't know what's going to happen. And then they're surprised. They're surprised when it is actually happening. Oh, I have to take my belt off? I wish someone had told me that. Well, they did. It's on the website. You just didn't look at it because you didn't think about it. You didn't think, what's going, what is this going to happen? And what I've realized is when I walk this back is that a lot of the time people are not thinking about those details. They're focused on the end. They're focused on, I'm, I'm, I'm in my city that I'm going to, or I'm at my mom's house, or I'm visiting my in-laws, or wherever mm -hmm. it is, I'm, I'm in the business meeting. And they're not thinking about these, I, 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 these steps. And this goes back to a thing that you used to talk about a lot, uh, and I wonder if you know where I'm going with this, which is the hmm. mise en place, as you mm, say, the right. the yeah. prep work that goes in. So when they when they, the 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 line cook or the chef or the sous chef shows up at their station, they're not going to say, "Well, you know, wh where are the scallions?" No, nope, scallions are already cut there in the little bin. Or like not not to be farcical about this, but also somebody the guy shows up for work and not wearing pants. <laughs> And the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the chef de cuisine exactly. says, uh, what's going on with that? And he gets very emotional and says, nobody told me I had to wear pants. You should have told me. And right. It's on the website. You should have seen that. Right. Please and it's pants. like all of this stuff, you, you can make your whole life so much easier and everyone else's life so much easier by just having a little bit of thought of putting yourself in that situation and saying, okay, I'm at the airport. What are the things I'm going to need to do at the airport before I even get on the plane? Most people have picked out what movies they're going to watch on the plane already. Hmm. They've got on their phone or their, their iPad already, but they're shocked when they realize they have to take their belt off. <laughs> Where do I put my belt? Do yeah. I put it in the bin? Do I need a bin? What's there's, a bin? There's a lot of room for growth in the, in the removing belts area, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, then the same <clears> thing <throat> when you get on the airplane, mm -hmm. um, you know, people are, 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 walking onto the airplane and you should see how people will try to put their carry-on luggage into the, into the hold. They'll put it in with the handle going inward, which is backwards. You need that handle to pull it back out later. But people don't think about that. They think, oh my God, I got to put it up. I got to, I got to get it up in there. And they put it long ways. They put it with the handle facing in. And then later when it comes time to get it out, they can't get it. They can't figure out how to get it out. It's like little things like that. You just, I feel like this is not meant as a complaint. It's meant as mm -hmm. like, 
if you think ahead of time, then you'll know, well, the handle should be facing out. I'm going to need to pull this thing out later. I can't grab it by the wheel. Now, you know, some suitcase places have figured this out and they put a handle on the bottom to make it a little bit easier. Cool. But there's a lot of them that, that don't have that. Like you said, your bag of oranges. Don't take a bag of oranges. Just don't. You don't need the oranges that bad to, to do that. It's going to be a huge inconvenience, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And th- this time I was, uh, I, I had been, have you been to LA? Yes. So I was walking along uh, this thing in LA and there was, there was some kind of like, like exercise event going on outside and people were like uh, getting on Pilates machines and doing things like that. And there was a a bunch of tables set up around there, people promoting their stuff. And one of them was a Purell table. So immediately went to the Purell table because this, I know they're going to speak my language and Purell has just come out with Purell wipes, which is wonderful. And the guy's like, take, take a thing of Purell wipes, take the whole thing, take a whole container of it. I'm like, don't mind if I do. (laughs) So I took this giant thing of Purell wipes and I have it in my carry on bag. And I knew ahead of time that this was going to probably result in me getting, you know, pulled aside because it's this giant thing of wipes and who travels with a giant thing of wipes? Nobody. So it did. And, and the suitcase got kicked to the side and it went down and I waited in a different line and the guy took it out and he's like, I need to open this. There's something triggering it. I said, I think I know what it is. And he said, what? I said, it's this Purell wipes. He's like, okay. So he opens it up and he's like, yeah. He's yeah, because like, some, some, that will probably, I'm guessing, show up as a liquid. It, it probably either which, seemed like a liquid yeah, or like Which either as explosive. liquid, qua liquid as you're not allowed to have liquids, but also liquid as in, ugh, you know. <laughs> right. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean like pee-pee, but I mean like, you know, as in like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm scared to even say things, but yeah. like, you know, nitroglycerin yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. So he opens it up and he's like, oh, these look like regular wipes. He's like, may I open them? I'm like, yeah, open them up. And he's like, okay, open it up, pulled it out. He's like, all right, you're good to go. And I knew that that was probably going to happen and that was fine. But like there, there were people who were absolutely irate that their stuff was getting searched and that they were, you know, having stuff looked at. And I'm like, right, you right. know, I, like, again, I was plenty early for the flight because things like that happen and you, you don't want them to happen, but they do. And mm. even if it's not your fault, there might be someone in front of you who has packed some Purell wipes that's going to hold up the line. I didn't hold up the line, but you know what I'm saying? Like it, mm. it can happen. And there's so many unknowns and there's so many questions and people are so stressed out about it. And I feel like the stress could just comes from not knowing. The stress mm. has to come from people not knowing what's going to happen. Not that they're, not that they're bad at planning or bad at, 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 thinking about what's going to happen it's that the the unknowns that happen and some of it's knowable and so my philosophy is try to try to know as much as you can know ahead of time so that when you're there in that situation you're as streamlined as possible and it really does help if for no other reason that it it becomes like that feeling when you're in the car and you have to change lanes and you're not going to think about it or getting a glass of water and you're not going to think about it when you're playing a video game you're not thinking where your thumb is you've already handled that that's already a solved problem and it relieves the stress and that's for me as somebody who started out as a very stressed out flyer very stressed out to someone who just kind of strolls around the airport now casually and that's how i really feel about it because i've done it so much i know what i know what to expect i know what the things are yeah yeah makes it it makes it easier to enjoy um so where do people go to, to sign up for that uh, unusual dot email. That's it. You That's got it. dot email. Yeah, I got the dot email one. Yeah. And uh, we're at back to work dot limo. Dot limo. Um, Why not? I can't figure out what's wrong with my link in this, but I'll fix it. Um, I think that's probably gonna do it for this week, though, huh? Yeah, we can do it. We can well, call keep it a day. keep keep uh keep packing your bag and and washing your hands and and reaching for the stars. Love it. That's God. That's gonna be huge. That's so catchy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You feel good about this? Yeah. I feel Ready to go? Solid. Wheels up. Wheels up. Uh, <clears throat> we have had a rear uh, of the craft uh, diary event. Did you read about the, the, the diary <laughs> of the plane? Yeah, I did. It was described as going up and down the length of the plane. Ugh. And then they had to, to stop for five hours to clean up the diarrhea event. Yeah. And, and then they, everybody got back on the flight, including the person who, who dealt it. That'd be wouldn't pretty that, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that suck to be the person who dealt it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's videos of it, but I won't look. There's videos of 
People shot. It's, come on, dance in the '90s. People are out there like shooting, <laughs> shooting, shooting movies and shooting sure, videos and yeah. shooting TikToks and videos uh, yeah, of the uh, you know in the in the Roomba community we call that a, an unscheduled dirt event. <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> really, title? I don't know, but they're all tough Unscheduled potentials. Dirt. I don't pick the beauty queen until we ring the bell. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. the tradition. I'm yeah. a Lutheran. <laughs> oh my God. All right, let's button this up. I love you. I love you too, Merlin Man.